Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh, I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, jig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. I thank God for it every day. I try to remember that, too. You know, I, I try to remember to be grateful. I think gratitude is one of the things that helps keep me grounded. You can go as far as you want in life if you don't mind who gets the credit. Well, that applies to God, too, don't it? I mean, you know, really, if you don't mind who gets the credit, I'm surrounded by very competent people. I'm surrounded by a lot of people who work hard on their jobs, on their career, who are dedicated employees and and, and also just dedicated to their families and, you know, dedicated to their own set of aspirations. I don't expect anybody to work for me. Forever, I, I always look at my job opportunities as stepping stones because I, I want everyone around me really to aspire to be more. I mean, that's that's really the way I am. I'm, I'm, I'm not any other way. I'm not trying to hold you to this position, uh, you know, tell you there's no room for growth, any of that. But even though I'm surrounded by these people, I'm grateful that God placed them in my path in my life, but in my mind, in my spirit, in everything in me, the credit still belongs to God. I'm sorry. The credit still belongs to God. See, if you would just for a moment stop thinking about yourself, just for a moment, I know that's hard, but just for a moment, stop thinking about yourself. 
and realize that maybe you are who you are because God is who he is. Maybe that's the case. Have you ever considered that? That's the strongest possibility I can give to you. You know, how do you think you the one that made it through? How do you think you the one after all of the ignorant decisions we have made? And oh my goodness, let's all be honest. Ain't we made some crazy decisions? I'm talking about, man, I have made decisions so adverse to my destiny and career, my promises. I've made some decisions, man, knowingly, you hear me? Knowingly do something wrong. And in spite of all that, I'm still here standing. Okay, come on now. Really? Really? All the dirt you done done. Everybody done dirt. All the mistakes you've made. You in the position you in today because of what? Because you all that? Because you work harder than anybody else? Look, I work hard. I'll be the I'll tell you in a minute I work hard, but I don't think I'm the hardest working person out there. I'm pretty sure somebody done worked way harder than I have. So, okay, so you work hard. Okay, cool. I got all that. But man, what about his grace and his mercy? What about his favor? How many times, man, you done relied on that even when you ain't know you was relying on it? How many times, man, God done shown you mercy? You ain't even deserve it. Do you know how many things I've done wrong? I just ain't get caught at it. <laughs> you know, um, let, let me see how simple I can be here. You speed. You jaywalk. You lie to police when you get pulled over that you wasn't speeding. You go to court and argue you wasn't speeding when you was. You make U-turns. I'm just doing traffic violations. Now, let's get off traffic for a second. Let's get on human violations. You talk about people when you're not supposed to. You indulge yourself in gossip even when you don't really have all the facts. You pass judgment. You lust for people that don't belong to you. You say things to people that you're not supposed to say. So, look, all of us, we all, we all guilty now. See, I'm not saying you do all of that, but I'm saying I'm pretty sure I hit you somewhere in there. Just somewhere in there. You didn't lie before. You know, you lied recently. I mean, come on. I'm just saying. So with all that in mind, see, I'm just looking at the little things that we do that we don't get busted for. Not to mention the chips you stole when you was a kid and nobody caught you. Well, that elevated, didn't it? And some of y'all just didn't stop stealing. And next thing you know, you was in a car. Now you're sitting somewhere you don't want to be sitting because of a decision you made. But through his grace and mercy, couldn't it have been worse, though? Without his grace and mercy, could not it have been worse? I know two dudes that got caught in the garage one time trying to break in somebody's house, and the person in the house they broke into just happened to have a gun and held them in the garage, caught them, and held them to the garage to the police came. That's grace and mercy right there because they had all full right to shoot these two people, but they didn't. They're grace and mercy. See, all of us have benefited from his grace and mercy. All of us have done a wrong, committed a sin, broken a law, and somehow through his grace and mercy got by. 
doing drugs, buying drugs, slanging drugs, doing something, got by. Jumped on somebody for no reason, got by. You know, so see, how you figure with all that that can go on in your life? And then hold on, let me throw a couple more at you. You can't wake yourself up in the morning, Mr. Big Shot. You don't have the ability to control the breaths that you take. Really, Mr. Big Shot. Really. Let's get real basic with it now. You can't wake yourself up in the morning. That's favor. That's grace. That's mercy. That's him allowing you to wake up. Just hoping we get it right. You know, God spared me through all the dirt I was doing. Just hoping one day, man, can you just straighten up a little bit? When I finally straightened up, and I'm going to just say it, straightened up a little bit. See, I ain't straightened up all the way. See, I ain't going to sit here and tell you that. I just straightened up a little bit. He started blessing me. So the more blessings I got, I started going, man, maybe I'll try straighten up a little bit more. So I straightened up a little bit more. Now, I still got a long way to go, but I'm straighter than I was. Now, when people judging me, and as they will, and they do, because that ain't right, but they do, and I ain't walking just the way they walk, then here come the criticism. I get it all the time. Stop wanting credit all the time and give out some credit where credit is due. Instead of getting, having somebody patting you on your back all the time, why don't you tell God, tell people it was really it was God, man, that you don't really know how you made it, that really, man, you have no explanation for your success, or you have no explanation why you still exist in the day. Why don't you tell somebody it was God today? Don't be ashamed. It's the truth, ain't it? I mean, really, man, let's give God some credit here. Give God the credit and the glory and the honor. And like that plaque said, you can go as far as you want in life if you don't mind who gets the credit. All right. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and those alike, today is a new day in 2022. I don't know about you, but I feel nothing but gratitude. Being blessed to see another year. Before I go any further, let the church say amen. 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 Now that we've done that, we're about to start the show. Here is an update. Roscoe Wallace will be coming on in a matter of a month. He's instructed me to let you know to let you know either how the case is going or how the case went. But he is currently in federal court. He can't say anymore because he's been uh, sworn in to not discuss the case. We will get that information and bring it to you later. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the ride. Shirley Strawberry, Carla Pharrell, that damn junior, J. Anthony Brown, and nephew Tommy. Kia. sir. Yeah, yeah. Morning, everybody. Unc, let me ask you something, Unc. Uh-huh. Over the weekend, my cousin, mm-hmm. I told him I was going to say this. My cousin got busted at a restaurant, right? He over there with another woman, and his girl walked up to the table. He said, I'm sorry. Unc, could you just please tell him some things he could have said differently? Then just saying, I'm sorry. He admitted the fact he got caught. What are he supposed to do, Unc? He, there's other lines he could have used other than, I'm sorry. I would have put my hands up on her face and touched it gingerly with my fingertips. Whose face? And, uh, uh, my woman that came in and caught me with the other woman. 
Okay. I would have reached up and just started touching on her face with my fingertips. What does that mean? What does that do? I would pretend to be blind. (laughs) Oh. That did cross my mind. And I was thinking I was with you at this restaurant the entire time. Oh, Lord. It's you? It's really you? Oh, my God. I thought I had lost you. I swear to God, we'll try that. Before we start with I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I think that touching her face with your fingertips, pretending to be blind, is a better way to go. Now, is it going to work? No. No, it's not going to work. But it is the attempt. It is the and it's gonna throw her off so bad. It's gonna throw her off so bad that it just won't even be. It, it'll be amazing. I think that's another one. I think another thing you could do yeah. is just when she comes up to the table, just get up and walk out the restaurant and break out running across that parking lot. That's your that's only option. other hope. You got to get her out in the middle of traffic so she can have something else to do except try to kill you. You got to get her dodging cars. That's the only (laughs) other safe option. Those are two things I would have done other than say, I'm sorry. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you're listening, Daryl. I told you. (laughs) It's too late. All right. Uh, Thank you, guys. Coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, the pastors and church complaints on this Monday, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, it's time now, guys, for Reverend Motown and Deacon Def Jam and church complaints. Mm. We mm. Um, gavel again on this on this uh, glorious Monday morning. We ossificate in we the uh, ossificate in the uh, bowels of deity. Mm. Wow. Uh, we are here today to consummate, consummate. a variation of the dubiousness mm-hmm. of hypocrisy. Yeah. Yeah. Lord, Lord, this new year is bringing in new words into the ministry. Bring them in, Pastor. It is now time for church complaints as we do bollockly. Sit here and refidaciously <laughs> go on. God, wait a minute. Lord. Wait a minute. Refidaciously is what I see. What uh, does that one mean? <laughs> refidaciously is when you refer to something <laughs> with defecation attached uh-huh. to it. What? That's <laughs> when we finna hear some real <laughs> sugar, honey, iced tea. You reference something. That has defecation attract attached to it. Come on now. <laughs> Preaching. Oh, go ahead, you Deacon. Did, you did that one, Pastor. Ah, uh, here we go, Pastor. Right. Uh, that's right. that's twenty twenty two. Yeah. Uh we are having a uh <clears throat> a pajama drop off. All the ugly pajamas that were worn for Christmas holidays. Uh we are asking that you uh you know, and you put these on social media. Please drop them off at the, uh, at the nearest church 
Nah, and we're going to be having, we're going to be burning these pajamas in the name of Jesus. Pastor, do you have a problem with that? We are back in the biblical days when people were asked to give a sacrifice. Uh-huh. A sacrifice was because it was something of meaning. Yeah. I think this burning here does not represent anything about sacrifice because don't nobody give a damn. All right. Go ahead. All right. Well, we tired of the ugly pajamas. Now, this right here is as serious as the pandemic, Pastor. This is very serious. Uh, Antonio Brown was seen uh, riding in a car with uh, Kanye West. This is a bad situation altogether. Uh, They're asking, (laughs) would you probably talk to the both of them? I would. I would Mm. sit down with Kanye and Antonio Brown (laughs) and get them to sign a release form. (laughs) And the the release form simply states that they are representing uh, people who can no longer use mental illness as Mm. an excuse for stupidity. All right. That's all. And that uh, Kanye has agreed to not be referred to anymore as a genius. And and Antonio is going to stop signing contracts for full seasons. Yeah. (laughs) Right away. You need to break this down to how many number of plays he going to run, <laughs> or we going to break this down to how long how he going to come to work, or yeah. uh, a number of locker room visits. We going to get something like that drawn up, but we going to stop all this for yearly contracts. Because right, he, right. he ain't made that yet. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, Go ahead, Deacon. All right, uh, we got a problem. I don't know if we realize it. The elderly choir, they went Christmas caroling on December 23rd. They are still out there somewhere singing, but we can't. We cannot find them. What should we do, Pastor? They are, we can't well, find these people. We, we, I've told you all over and over again to stop the senior citizens from going out caroling because a lot of them are suffering from, you know, uh, can't get right. And so once you have can't get right, you ain't fit to be right. Now, most of these people have wandered off into other homes. Wandered off and up. They, so they wandered just off into high. other homes. And they, they thought they was home, but they wasn't. So we don't know where they at, but let's <laughs> pray that they in a safe church home <laughs> and things like that. You're not going to look for them? That sounds crazy. <laughs> No, I have no idea where to start. <laughs> Nor have we had any reports of old people wandering around and nothing. We it's all cold know outside. that well, we all know they're healthy though, because no old black people report. gonna get inside. No, there's no missing persons report. It's hard to make a missing person report if the person don't think they missing. <laughs> This is true. Okay. Wherever they are, wherever they at, they all think they there. Yeah. Yeah. Thus, therefore, no need for a missing person report. Oh, 
Okay. All right. At least Listen. we're losing our old people to good purposes. Yeah. 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 It was about 20 of them, but all right. Uh, I know. We lost, we lost 12 year four lads. Yeah. Yeah. And we are just reported that as the 12 days of Christmas. You're going to have to talk to uh, Christmas. Miss Bartholomew said to me, I'm going away. And she went away, left Gertrude, Polly, and Mona. And they left all the women with me. And see, that's how we, that's how we did the song. And the people said you can stay. It's you know, just beautiful songs. Just and we endless, got to go. Uh, endless content goodness. here. <laughs> Coming up next, <laughs> ask the CLO with our chief love officer Steve Harvey in the building. Hard to repeat a song when you was improv and you can't. <laughs> right, right after this, you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, we will remember the iconic legend, Mr. Sidney Poitier. Uh, Mr. Poitier passed away on Friday. He was 94 years old. Um, We'll remember him coming up. But right now, it is time for Ask the CLO with our Chief Love Officer, Steve Harvey, in the building to answer your love questions. Kiki in Topeka writes, I am a 31-year-old single woman, and I'm in love with my best friend, and I don't know how to tell him. We do almost everything together, and he spends the night at my house, but he has never tried anything, not even a kiss. There are nights that I think he might make a move, but he doesn't, not even after we've had a lot to drink. Should I tell him how I feel or keep it to myself? Yeah, you might as well go on and tell him, cause uh, mm-hmm. now I want you to be aware of something, Miss Kiki. There is a possibility that he he don't want you. There is a possibility, so you have to be aware of that. Oh, all Kikis is fine too. All of them. I don't know Kiki that ain't fine. All. Yeah. Yeah, that is a. You don't true want. Statement. Well, yeah, that's a true statement. I was on Instagram the other day and saw Kiki. That Lord have mercy, she <laughs> immediately changed her name to Fifi or something. Careful, careful. Yeah, yeah she careful. wasn't fine. So, no. Yeah, it's just like all Steves ain't tall. I, you know, it's a lot of. Ah. But not all of them is tall. You are gonna run into a short one every now and then, you know. So you're telling Kiki to let him know how she feels. Yeah, just go ahead. I mean, you know, you can go ahead, you know. It'd be like you're going to try this right here. Tell him him how you feel when you're naked. Yeah. Mm. And a little extra to it. Yeah, and and have a little, you know, give him somewhere to go, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, Miriam in Brooklyn says, I've got a 39-year-old son that won't stay out of my house when I'm gone. He comes over, eats my leftover food. He entertains his women at my house because it's a lot nicer than his house. And at my age, I don't want to change my locks because I never know if I'll need him or my sister to come here, come over here and help me out. How do I regain control of my house? Mm. That's an ass woman. Well, you steal his mama now. There's a respect level. 
that's obviously he's crossed and he's comfortable doing it and you're not saying anything. I think the best way to do is to break it is this is how you break the habit. Now, I know you think you're too old for this, but you're not. Sit outside your house. Next time he bring a woman over to the house, let him get in there and get situated real good, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And then just walk your ass back up in there. <laughs> this is my house. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> and stand, and while they on the bed, you stand down at the foot of the bed and just start cleaning out your purse. <laughs> Double back. You know, do, some real, do some real old stuff. <laughs> Clean out your purse, you know. Take your wig off. <laughs> Set it on the little white phone thing. Get comfortable. Ask her to help you come down there and do some laundry. <laughs> just walk in there, just start opening windows. All right. You know, just stuff, up. stuff like that, you know. You heard the CLO. Uh, moving on to Sarah in Chicago, who says, three months ago, I met a man that's five years older than my father, but he's kind and attentive, and he's willing to settle my college debt so I can complete my courses. I'm thinking about taking him up on it, but I want to know, I want him to know that I'm no fool, and I know what he wants. Do you think he's offering this well, because he genuinely likes me, or is he a typical man looking for sex? What? What? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Look, girl, what? You meet a man that's five years older than your daddy. You met him where? You you met him where? It's just random. Some man walked up to you. Now, or does he want sex? Do you think he finna pay for the school for? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. You already know the answer to this. And you done already, you done found out he five years older than your daddy. Mm-hmm. But you sitting here talking about I'm no fool. Well, you, you you you're thinking about taking the money. Yeah. But is. you want to take the money, but you don't want nothing that's gonna go with the taking. <laughs> Why is he, little girl? You know, man, stop playing with this. Don't be stupid ass question. Is he a typical man? He's a man. We all men. Mm-hmm. Shirley, have I ever paid anything of yours off? Anything? No. You know why? <laughs> why? Because we don't sleep together. <laughs> Absolutely, we do not. Not paying a damn thing of yours off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you for using me as an example to get it. Now, Marjorie, Sarah on the other hand. Can't go and create any bill she want. And guess what my ass got to do? <laughs> Pay it off. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right, Sarah. And anybody I've ever paid any money to in the past. Mm-hmm. What? What 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 are you saying? I, I want to hear that. No, wait, let him finish. Let him finish. Stop, huh? Digging stop. this hole. Go ahead. What is the next Yes, uh, thank CLO you. Question? I don't understand <laughs> you right I don't now. Know what, what that was you lost your mind. All right, moving on to uh got Tanya too deep and Macon. the example pool, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Too many. Tanya examples. and Macon says my husband came home from a night out with his boys and said he had a toothache. 
and was sleeping on the couch. I went and searched for his clothes, which are usually on the floor. They were missing. Then I peeked in on him on the couch, and he was eating a sandwich. I found his pants the next day at the bottom of his hamper. Why did he lie mm. about a toothache, and why did he hide his pants from me? Is he losing his mind? Uh, no, losing no, his he's mind. He's smart as hell. What? <laughs> what is you talking about? What What did he do that was so stupid? First of all, he a genius. I got a toothache, so let me go down here and try to work through it. I done took, but now down there, trying to get the healing powers of his toothache fixed. Here's, wow. here's the deal. He, the reason he put the pants at the bottom of the hamper mm -hmm. is so that those pants mm -hmm. will appear to be not the pants from last night, but mm -hmm. some pants from last week. Mm. Lady, you whatever's happening to you, you don't even know how to ask the right questions. Mm -hmm. Why did he put his pants at the bottom of the hamper? Why he lied about a toothache? <laughs> Same right. reason he lied and said he was out with his boys. That that <laughs> that whole lie got to have backups. All right. We gotta go, Steve. Coming up at the top of the hour, you do not want to miss our special tribute for the late great Sidney Poitier right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Sadly, guys, we lost a legend on Friday. Um, and Tommy is here to pay tribute to the late, great Sidney Poitier. Yes. Tommy? Um, this is my favorite of all time, this actor right here, Mr. Sidney Poitier. 19, let me tell you, I got to tell you all this story. 1975, I'm five, 1972, I'm sorry, I'm five years old. And my mother takes me to my first movie. And the first movie was Buck and the Preacher, starring Sidney Poitier and Harry Belafonte. I mean, we all got our favorite from Uptown Saturday Night, Let's Do It Again, a piece of the action. You know me, I'm a raisin in the sun. The list goes on and on. So I put together some of my favorites so y'all can take a listen. But this is by far the greatest of all time. And every actor walking owes him a bit of gratitude. Take a listen. What are you talking about, sir? I'm talking about life, Mama. You always asking me to see life as it is? Well, I laid in there on my back today, and I saw life just like it is. He who gets and he who don't get. It's all divided up, you know, Mama. Life is between the takers and the talking. And some of us are always being talking. People like Willie Harris never get talking. You know why the rest of us do? Because we are mixed up. We are mixed up, always looking around for the right and the wrong of things all the time. We worry and cry and stay up nights trying to figure out what's right, what's wrong, all the time. And all the time, the takers are out there just operating, taking and taking. Why'd you two come here? Your attitudes, Mr. Endicott, your points of view are a matter of record. Some people, well, let us say the people who work for Mr. Colbert might reasonably regard you as the person least likely to mourn his passing. We were just trying to clarify some of the evidence. Was Mr. Colbert ever in this greenhouse, say, last night about midnight? Gillespie? Yeah. You saw it. I saw it. Well, what are you going to do about it? I don't know. You say you don't want to tell me how to live my life. So what do you think you've been doing? You tell me what rights I've got or haven't got and what I owe to you for what you've done for me? Let me tell you something. I owe you 
nothing. If you carried that bag a million miles, you did what you were supposed to do because you brought me into this world. And from that day, you owed me everything you could ever do for me, like I will owe my son if I ever have another. But you don't own me. You can't tell me when or where I'm out of line or try to get me to live my life according to your rules. You don't even know what I am, Dad. You don't know who I am. You don't know how I feel, what I think. And if I try to explain it the rest of your life, you will never understand. You are 30 years older than I am. You and your whole lousy generation believes the way it was for you is the way it's got to be. And not until your whole generation has lain down and died will the dead weight of you be off our backs. You understand? You've got to get off my back. My dude. Ooh. That's just some of it. Man. That's, That's just some of it. That's so. a touch of it. That's yeah. some. Right. A legend. This goes on and on. Thank you, Tommy. Lilies of the field. Sir, with love. Yes. The First African-American to win the Academy Award. Yeah. Man. Mm-hmm. And you, you say your best picture of his is what, Tommy? Well, mine is Raising in the Sun. But I mean, mm-hmm. come on. I, I can't pick. I can't just yeah. pick one. Mine is Heated yeah. in the Heat of the Night. Oh, in the Heat of the Night. Well, that Baby, was Heated in the Night. I, you, I, yeah. Yes. That's when the white the guy slaps him and he slaps him, him back. Yeah. When he slapped in the con back. Yes. It was all, unbelievable, yeah. man. All of white yeah. America was shocked. What? I, I read his autobiography, and in his autobiography, he was saying that that's not real. That's not how a black man would act if he mm. got slapped. He would slap him back, you know? Exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. he would slap him back. And so they put that in. It was controversial at the time. Was, it was, like, unbelievable. Yeah. All 50 states shook. <laughs> He's Denzel's favorite actor for sure. Oh yeah. Oh yes, yeah. Denzel uh-huh. has for said sure. that a number of mm-hmm. times. Yes. Yeah, Denzel really loves him. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. wow. He is the greatest of all time. Landmark. He, is, right. yes. he, he said he learned to speak English, uh, the, to lose his accent from watching uh, TV, American TV, mm-hmm. just watching TV and listening to the accents, and that's how he learned. When you first started, when he first tried to be an actor. Officer. When he first tried to be an actor, they kicked him out and said, you know, he was they tone deaf. Out, and couldn't right? Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. The greatest. Yeah, we are <sighs> losing some legends. I don't have a favorite movie. My mm-hmm. favorite scene. Mm-hmm. In the heat of the night? <laughs> no, was oh. when uh, they was trying to put him and Bill Cosby in the trunk of that car. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uptown, Uptown Saturday Uptown. night. Okay, okay. <laughs> hey, man, let me tell you something. He was trying, you know. Because all I, you know, I was in it not to be an actor, but a comedian, right? Mm-hmm. When they was trying to put him and Bill Cosby in the trunk of that car, and they kept going in and out of the frame, the screen, <laughs> man, I was screaming. I was hollering. They could not get their ass in the trunk of that car. That was the range he had there, because I was surprised when he did comedy, and he did it very well, man. He had great comedic timing, man. He really did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He will definitely be Big ups okay. to the greatest of all the way time. I, the, first, the way I heard about it was Tyler, Tyler Perry texted me and said, Sidney Poitier passed last night. That's how I found mm-hmm. out. He meant something to everyone. Yes. Guess who coming to dinner back in the day? Yes. White lady bringing yes. a black man Groundbreaking. home. Groundbreaking. Yes. It was ahead of times, right? 
Catherine yes. Hepburn in that movie. Yep. Yeah, you do that movie today, everybody's like, so? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tommy, thank you for your tribute to the late, great Sidney Poitier. He Good job, Tommy. Good job. will be missed, yeah. yeah. Uh, coming up, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on, introduce your friend. It is time to look into his mind. The darkness <laughs> that is J. Anthony Brown. Good morning, everybody. Uh, due to COVID, we're watching more television than ever, all of us. And what I have noticed from watching television is way more animals selling stuff than black people. There's way more huh? animals selling Come stuff on, than black Come people. On. I love the angle. We Come got on. a duck selling insurance, a Come fox on. selling cars, Come on. owl selling glasses. Come on. Bears are really working. They are working their butt off. They selling toilet paper, cough drops. Yes. Telling you not to let fires burn in the forest. They, they, these bears are booked yeah. solid. They booked. The, the bears are. We, we don't have enough bears. The bears are booked solid. They, they got it locked down. We got a rabbit selling batteries. This rabbit. They've been beating this damn drum. Now, I know somebody black can sell these damn batteries. But, what? but this, this rabbit ain't even real. This rabbit got batteries in it. There's batteries in the rabbit. Okay. I'm not There's a tiger that just come in your house when you eating breakfast and don't nobody say a damn thing. It's great if you don't get your ass out of my house. What? There's a cheetah. There's a cheetah selling cheeses, snacks. What? Yeah. Cheetah. Come on, man. What the hell? They got a turtle, the slowest animal in the entire world, other than a snail, selling nuts. Nuts. (laughs) Got a nut campaign where he's pushing nuts. What? They got rats. They They got mice selling rat poison. These rats in the kitchen, and then they eat, and all the rats just fall out, and they're selling poison. Rats is working. Fell out. Rats, rats, they're, just, they're just working. You can't, black people can't get a job no damn way. They got cows telling you to eat chicken. Cows are telling you you need to eat chicken. Come on, man. They topped it. They got chickens. Telling you to eat chickens. What the hell is going on? I'm just saying. Can't get a break. Black people can't get a break because these damn animals is working their ass off. You can't book a bear right now. Bears is, they book solid. You call up till you get a bear. A damn lizard. With no pants. He, got, he just smoothed down there. My thing is, how does lizard go to the restroom? That's what I be looking at. This lizard got nothing. I'm done. He ain't even from here. All right. Boy, Jay, that, that was that crazy. That was my that was funny. Man. Coming up in 34 minutes after, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show <laughs> right wow. after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. The three white men convicted of murdering Ahmad Arbery in February of last year received their sentences Friday in Georgia. Judge Timothy Walmsley sentenced Travis McMichael, 35, and his father, Gregory McMichael, 66, to life in prison 
without the possibility of parole. Also, their neighbor, William Roddy Bryan, was sentenced to life in prison without the, with the possibility of parole. Uh, before handing down the sentence, Judge Wamsley held a minute of silence, saying it represents a fraction of the time Armad Arbery was running through the neighborhood outside Brunswick before he was killed on Friday, February 23rd, 2020. Good. Mm-hmm. Good. Very good. They were convicted Justice of a senseless for killing. Yes. Arbery. Yes. Good. That's so rare in this country. Mm-hmm. It's and then it's in the deep south. Mm-hmm. You know where they've been getting away with this for hundreds of years. Been getting away with it. Um, you know. You know, I, you know. I want to. I'm, I'm. It's a celebration, but it's a sad celebration. Because you know what? This. Why do you have to celebrate justice when justice should be for all? But it's not, and it's so rare that you get to see it that it's almost shocking when 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 you when you lay witness to it. That they let three white men go for killing, that they punished three white men for killing a black man. That's so rare, man. And, and it's, 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 it's a testament. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what? To me, it's not even a testament to how far this country has come. To me, it's a testament to how sick this country really is. And I, I'm just tired of it, man. I'm, I'm tired of it having to clap for these little moments of justice because, mm-hmm. oh, well, we finally got that and we fi- it finally happened. But it's fitting to happen again, though. It, it's not the last one. I hope not. Well, and then what's I, so... I wish it was. What's so scary about this case was they almost got away with it. Yeah. That former right. prosecution. Oh, she, they was... They almost got yeah, away with should, killing them. She should be in jail, too. She You're should right. be in jail, because, too. Let me tell you something. This had happened months prior to us even hearing about it. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Because she didn't so press yeah. charges. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And wasn't it, about to. No. 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 And, so you know, think about to this. Charge too. Think about this. The story of Emmett Till yes. is about to come on TV in a couple of weeks. Right. And that was, right. what, over 50 years ago when this young black man uh, from Chicago went down to Mississippi and... It was, was on the other killed. night too, Shirley. The, yeah, the movement. It, it yeah, it was on the other because, night mm-hmm. because he supposedly whistled at a white woman. Mm-hmm. But he you know, if killed. you think of the simple gesture that a black person can do that can cost him his life, talking on a cell phone, walking uh, around in the backyard coming from a store mm. with a Skittle and an iced tea. You got a hoodie on. You rolled the window down. You, this... Loud music. Right? Dog, on jogging you, in the neighborhood, the looking yeah. at homes being Jog, built. You told the police officer, I have a weapon that I have the right to carry in my glove box. Boom! Shot him! I just, like, wow, man. This is the country we have. And and the part that I'm getting that I'm really concerned about is now the political climate between the Republicans and the Democrats, the conservatives and the liberals. 
it's so splintered and shattered right now. I don't think this is repairable because they've locked into what we're going to take the party line. And whatever your party's line is, they're going to take the opposite stand. We will never get anywhere like that. Never get anywhere like that. This country is really in a sick state, and you personally have to get in touch with God because you're going to need him because these, these people ain't studying that. And we have to vote. Um, all right, Steve, as we move on uh, and switch gears, Nephew Tommy's prank phone call coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject is, they both want me. They both want me. We'll get into that in just a little bit. But right now, it is time for the nephew and the prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? I got the conference call. The conference call. Okay. Mm-hmm. We've all been on them, you yeah, know. For sure. Mm-hmm. You ever been on one that went bad? Mm-hmm. Okay. No. Well, let's go. Went bad. Describe went bad. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Come on, cat dog. The conference call. Hello, this is Hannah. Hi there. This is Frank checking in. Hey, David here on the line. Hey guys, how's it going? I'm uh, fine. What's up? Hey, I think uh, I think we're waiting for for one other person. Guess I'll dial in a second. Hello, yep, you know this is, is Sherman. Sherman Davis, general manager's assistant. How you guys doing? Everybody here? Hey, Sherman. Yeah. yeah. Hi. Doing fine. Hello, Sherman. All right, all right, Hi. guys. We got. Let me make sure we got everybody here. Is Hannah here? Yep, Hannah's here. How's it going? All right, Frank. Yep, I'm on the line. Thank you. All right, good, good, good. And David. Yep. Hey, Sherman. I'm here. All right, my man. Good deal. Good deal. All right. Got some news for you guys. I need you guys to just bear with me for a second. I'm getting all the paperwork in. My um, assistant, Cynthia, is here. So you guys just give me a second. I'm going to put you guys on hold for a second, and I'll be back probably less than 30 seconds, okay? All right. No okay. Problem. Will do. Thank you. Cynthia, can you bring me all of the um, stuff on these three guys? I mean, today is supposed to be uh, – they're on hold right now, but today's the day that we're – giving them their severance packages and letting them go. And uh, they'll be out of here probably by tomorrow morning. They're clearing their things out. They don't know it yet, but we're going to at least give them their severance packages today. Okay? You know, they put it on my shoulders to break the bad news. Somebody's got to do it, so it's my job today. All right. So bring it to me and and get it in here as soon as possible so I can uh, hurry and get past this conference call. All right. Hello? Did you guys? All right, guys. Excuse me? Hello? Sherman? Hello? Yeah, this I'm I'm here, guys. Yeah, you, uh, you never put us on hold? No. Sherman, hey. So are you about to f***ing fire us right now? What are you talking Wait about, Wait a minute. Sherman? Okay, hang on, hang on, hang on, guys. What 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 What's going on? What are you guys talking about? We're asking uh, you what's going on. We, we just heard you didn't put us on hold. We just heard all that. Yes. Severance package is what I heard. I heard you're letting us go. Oh, my oh. God. Uh, Sherman? Um, maybe, you, maybe you're talking about Sherman. some other people, but we okay. just heard you hey, say- hey, guys, do, hang, hang on. Everybody just calm down. Just give me <laughs> give, give me a second here. Hang on. I just let me, let me, I'll be right back. Hang on. Uh, Hello? Hey, what is going on? Did you, did we hear that? Okay. You all heard the same I thing? I don't know what he's talking about. 
Cynthia, how do I, did I, is this, is this the whole button here? This is it? Right, there we go. They f***ing heard everything. No, they just, they sit f***ing asking me right now. I'm doing what he's telling me to do. This, these three are supposed to be let go by the end of the day. I mean, I, I, I got to do it, but it looks like the severance is, nobody can live off of this for even three freaking months. I already know that. This, this is really f***ed up. Oh, God. All right. So, look, bring me everybody's stuff. Let me at least, after lunch, they all come in here and pick up their things. That's all I can do. Okay? Is this the right button here? Okay. Hello? It's not the right button. We can hear I, you. I, Sherman. I Three cannot months, believe Sherman? what I'm hearing. Three what? months. You have to be kidding me. I've been with this. I've been with this for five years. All right, I've not. I've not let you down for a quarter. The company down for a quarter. This is. This is ridiculous. I cannot believe this. And I'm on travel right now. So how am I going to come and get my things? By the not end of the day. This is ridiculous. This is how you're going to let us know. This, this is unprofessional. This is trash. I cannot believe. If you, need a, if you all need a lawyer, I have someone. I have contacts. We can talk. But honestly, Sherman, this is. This is. This is unacceptable. This is, Let's not do the whole lawyer thing, guys, okay? Let's not do that, all right? Are now, people get let go you? from companies. People get let go all the time, and you guys know no, this. You just let go on a conference call with other people. What are you? This is ridiculous. Okay. You're giving okay. a personal business. Yes, yes, that's true. You're giving personal business to another. Uh, it, exactly. It, 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 it's not on hold. Yeah, you cannot be doing this. Yeah, email me that lawyer number for sure. Yes, yeah, I, will. Okay. I, I will. I got you on it too, David. <laughs> Thank you. I didn't. I didn't try to for you guys to learn it this way. All right. I'm. I'm. Uh, okay. Let's just say I'm not good at the conference you button. I don't know yeah, how to put anybody. You're not good at the conference call. You're not yeah, good you're at good this. This is not a good message. It's not. It's this is not appropriate professional messaging. In fact, this is. <laughs> I, I'm mortified. I cannot believe this. I is put this five years of my life in this company. This is beside the point. We're no, your best is. employees. No, it okay. is. It is. It is. Head is absolutely right. It is illegal. This is illegal. Yep. Yep. I. I will. I'm writing this down. Wait. I'm wait. Wait. Come on. Now. Hey. 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 I'm hey. Call now. I'm Dude, recording. The, what, what do you mean you're recording it? What are you? What are you recording it for? What? Yes. I'm letting you know. Legal action. Let you know. I'm recording this call. Can yep. you send me that recording, David? I, I, I will do I, it. Listen, I don't consent on being recorded. I want that known we now. Well, that's right. I'm not hold, Sherman. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Can I? Can I ask you guys something? Do you guys, are you familiar with your coworker named Barry Dillard? Yes. You don't have to answer that. Oh, Barry fired too? How are you going to tell him? Let me tell you what's going on. Barry told me to call you. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All three of y'all just got pranked <laughs> by your coworker, Barry Dillard. <laughs> <laughs> are you oh kidding me? <laughs> oh, my God. I'm about to have a heart attack. Oh my god. <laughs> hey y'all, nobody Whoa. has lost their job. Hannah, Frank, David, nobody oh, has lost god. their job. But your coworker, <laughs> Barry Dillard, got me the prank phone call. Y'all right? So everybody's got their job. We good. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> We're gonna have to get Barry back. Wow. Oh, wow, okay. Okay. I'm yeah, good. good. I'm good now. I'm good. <laughs> Y'all got to tell me this. What is the baddest radio show in the land? Let me hear it.
Clearly, Steve Harvey Morning. Steve Harvey, Harvey. Show. <laughs> and you, Nephew Tommy. Oh, man. We're on the Steve Harvey Show. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. <laughs> you too Are much. you kidding me right now? They heard everything. <laughs> That's Did like that man. Can you, can you kill a co-worker? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Man. But the GM's assistant, though. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you're just just trying to find a decent title for him. That's uh-huh. not just trying to find something that fit. Fire bear. <laughs> Steve, you proud of my nephew right now? Uh, that was pretty clever with the Zoom call. I give him that. And then he wasn't in no danger with them. Them little square ass people. We're getting a lawyer. <laughs> yeah. No, that ain't the atypical call he put in. But he get. I'm gonna beat your ass. Come around here. I wish you would come around here. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to answer maybe that. What, maybe I'll do that next. Five, three black people be a, be a boy, uh, Zoom. Ooh. Boy. It's going to be different. <laughs> Please let one of them be Willie Turner. Willie checking Willie in. Turner. Please. My dude. My dude man. That's my favorite. Willie what Turner. evaluation? <laughs> I see no it's that time, y'all. MLK Weekend is on the way. Your boy, nephew Tommy. I'm headed to Jackson, Mississippi, Chuckles Comedy Club, January 14th through the 16th. Tickets on sale right now. MLK Weekend. This Friday, Saturday, Sunday, baby. Two shows each night. Get it while the getting is good. First time in Jackson grabbing the microphone, all right? So come check your boy out. I'm also going to be... Beaumont, Texas. That's the Julie Rogers Theater on Saturday, March the 19th in Beaumont, 8 p.m. box office. You can get your tickets there or you can go to all Ticketmaster outlets. Nephew, Beaumont, Texas. Coming to town. Been a long time. Thank you, sir. All right. All right, nephew. Congratulations. Uh, Coming up next, it's the Strawberry Letter subject. They both want me. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com. That's right. Send us all those juicy letters and click Submit Strawberry Letter, okay? That's how you do it, and you never know. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. You never know. It could be yours. How about that? It could be yours. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry Letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, they both want me. Okay. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 44-year-old divorced woman, and I recently got divorced because my husband caught me cheating on him. I had been having an affair with my boss for a few years, and it was all going good until my boss found out I was seeing a guy that used to work for him. He got irate and acted out while we were in the office, so everyone figured out what was going on. His niece works in our office, so she started the rumor, which led to my husband finding out. So, then I was forced to confess because I don't like lying to my husband. He doesn't deserve a wife like me, so I wanted to divorce him with a clean heart and mind. When my husband left me, he threatened both my boss and the other guy I was messing with. I apologized to everyone and considered going to live with my parents for a while out of state. I took a leave of absence from work, and just as I was getting my mail forwarded to my parents' home, my ex-husband called me and said he wanted to talk. I went to his new apartment, and we talked, cried, hugged, and had wild, passionate sex. 
I knew he could never resist me in that way, so I laid it on him. Days after that encounter, he called me all day and night wanting more. He finally told me that he'd consider us getting back together if I promised I'd never cheat on him again. I can't promise him that. A few days after having sex with my ex-husband, I also had makeup sex with my boss, and he wants to leave his wife and see if we can work things out and possibly move in together. I'm so torn because my boss is a much better lover, and he's wealthy. My husband will always have my heart, but I don't think I want him. What do I do in this situation? What? (laughs) Huh? I mean, I definitely think you need help. You need some help. Um, But what you're essentially asking us is, who should you cheat on if you get back together with these guys? Which one? Uh, Should you get back together with your husband and cheat on him again? Or should we, uh, should you, we say stay with your boss who's considering leaving his wife for you and continue to cheat on him? Um... The funny thing is not cheating, you know, not cheating, being faithful. That doesn't seem to be an option for you. Uh, the idea of being faithful to one man, your husband in this case, is is such a, a foreign concept to you. What, and why is that? I mean, what what's wrong with you? It seems like you're okay with what you're doing. You have no remorse. Um, you said in your letter when your husband asked you back if you would stop cheating that you couldn't promise him that. Um, Most people know that cheating on their spouse is wrong in God's eyes, and I threw that in because you don't seem to know or care. I mean, we just can't assume that people have morals and believe in God and and won't do these things. Um, I'm sure it's flattering from your perspective to have two men after you and all of that, but um, you were married, and and you shouldn't have acted on that. You shouldn't have cheated on your, your, your husband. You know that. Now your actions are about to break up yet another marriage. Uh, your boss's marriage, you're, you're just leaving a, a trail of destruction everywhere you go, breaking up marriages, all of this. My suggestion to you is to stay divorced and stay single. Uh, let your husband, your, your your boyfriend, and your boss, you know, let them live without you because you're, you're just no good. You, you'll never get this right. You said it yourself. You'll never be able to do the right thing. Steve? Wow. <clears throat> Okay. Well, in the new year, 2022, (laughs) as promised, what I said I would do is become more pointed this year. I think we've had a lot of years of strawberry letters where we've tried to give advice. Um, I'm going to be in the call you out mode a lot of times this year. And it's time to call another one out. Uh, It's so much in this letter. I want to start at the bottom of the letter by saying, after I read this whole letter, her question is, what do I do in this situation? Well, I was going to start there with the advice of stop acting whorish. That's the first thing. You have to stop acting whorish. But if you're not, let's just go through the letter and let me show you some things that shocks regular people. I'm a 44-year-old divorced woman. I got divorced because my husband caught me cheating on him. Okay. 
it happens, but usually it's the other way around, but it happens, so we're just a little bit shocked. I'd been having an affair with my boss. Mm, okay. Mm, that happens to a lot of women, but usually the woman's not married. You are. A few years, and it was going good. Okay, here we go. You, you're not having a problem on this. Until my boss found out I was seeing a guy that used to work for him. Okay, now you got your husband, you got your boss, and you got the other guy that used to be an employee of your boss. And acted out while we were in the office, so everybody figured out what was going on. His niece worked at the office, and she started the rumor. No, 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 no. You started the rumor. <laughs> See? All right, now when I come back, it's just going to be more of the same. All right. You heard him. Part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Subject, they both want me. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's crazy strawberry letter and finish up your response. The subject is, they both want me. What you got? They both want me. 44-year-old divorced woman is divorced recently because her husband caught her cheating on him. And who was she cheating on him with? Her boss. And for a few years that had been going on, and she said it was going good. Until the boss found out that the woman was seeing a guy that used to work for him. Okay, that's three people. He got mad, acted out while we was in the office, so everybody figured out what was going on. His niece works in the office, and she started the rumor. No, she didn't start the rumor. You started the rumor when you slept with your boss, who we'll find out later on he married too. Now, that started the rumor, which led to my husband finding out. What? No. What led to your husband finding out was you were sleeping with your boss. So then I was forced to confess because I don't like lying to my husband. What? (laughs) You got a problem lying to him? You ain't got no problem cheating on him. Sleeping with several other men, but you draw the line when it comes to lying. I I don't like lying to my husband, but I'll tell you what. I pass this prize package around like they cracker jacks, but I will not lie to him. So you confess. He doesn't deserve a wife like me. Stop but first of all, let's stop calling yourself a wife. There's other titles that you can get. But wife, let's just stop the wife stuff, okay? So I wanted to divorce. Here's another. This is right here. So I wanted to divorce him with a clean heart and mind. <laughs> wait, wait, what? <laughs> so you think if you divorce him, that cleans everything up. Heart and mind. You ain't mentioned the Lord in this at all. When my husband left me, he threatened both my boss and the other guy I was messing with. This is where the letter takes a turn. I apologize to everyone. <laughs> well, that had to be a big-ass meeting. <laughs> and I sure wish I'd have been in the room when this was going on. Did you Zoom everybody in? Did they have a Zoom meeting number? Did you get the extended Zoom where it wouldn't cut off in 30 minutes? Did you call them individually? I sure wish I knew that. 
And then I even considered going to live with my parents for a while out of state. When a 44-year-old has to make a decision to go back and live with their parents, you've made a series of mistakes. I took a leave of absence from work, and just as I was getting all my mail forwarded to my parents' house, my ex-husband called me and said he wanted to talk. I went to his new apartment, and we talked, cried, hugged, and had wild, passionate sex. I knew he could never resist me in that way, so I laid it on him. (laughs) Oh, come on, girl. Doing what you do best. Laying it on me. All right, here we go. Uh, Anyway, days after the encounter, he called me all day and night wanting more. He finally told me that he'd consider us getting back together if I promised I would never cheat on him again. I can't promise him that. Wow. (laughs) What is you crazy? Have you been reading the letter? (laughs) Do you know how many men's I'm with? Do you know how much I pass out on a weekly basis? Oh. I can't stop doing this. Come on. I have needs. Girl, boy, bye. Promise you, he want me back, but he want me to promise him I'll never cheat on him again. I can't make no promise like that. You know what I am? You reading this letter? I'm what the letter say I am. What is you trying to make a wife out of me for again? I'm not can't be no wife. A few days after having sex with my ex-husband, I also had makeup sex with my boss, and he wants to leave his wife and see if we can work things out and possibly move in together. I'm so torn because my boss is a much better lover and he's wealthy. My husband will always have my heart. What heart? But I don't think I want him. What do I do in this situation? Aww. Wait a minute. What? Let Aww. me ask you something. What are you doing? <laughs> what technique is you using? First of all, I'm just going to give you this. You have got to be excellent in bed. Because you got plenty of practice. In order to be good at something, you got to have done it for a while over and over and over. So that's what you are. You're not nobody's wife. You can't be in no type of committed relationship. You can't promise a man that you will never cheat. Because you are what we think you are in this letter. And I don't have to give you the title. It's a title you've already earned. And everybody knows what you are. So why don't you just go on and be what you are. And don't write us no more. Thank you. (laughs) All right. Thank you, Steve. Time now (laughs) to hit us up on Instagram at Steve Harvey FM with your thoughts on today's Strawberry Letter. And check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now, coming up. Next, it is Junior with Sports. Sports Talk on the way right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, time now, guys, for a Sports Talk with Junior. What you got, Junior? All right, Shirley, but let me first say this. Uh, Greensboro, North Carolina, Comedy Zone, this weekend, January 14, 15. Get your tickets. Your favorite play cousin coming through. You finna laugh hard as hell. That's all I can tell you. Just go and get your tickets now. Now, back to sports. Let me just say this. Tonight is the national championship game, college football. Georgia, Alabama. 
I don't Ooh. care who you got. Pick one. Uh-oh. It's round two. Just just where we going? I don't even know. I can't I can't pick this. I'm but hoping, you- I'm hoping Georgia pull it off. Mm-hmm. Them dogs. Them dogs. What was the because score of the first round? The emblem on their helmet, the G, mm-hmm. is the same G that's Glenville High School in Cleveland, which is the only thing I've ever graduated from. It's the G. Only piece of paper. Only piece of paper I've ever earned in my whole life. That's got that right. And I went to all kinds of schools and programs and. Not man, awesome. I went. I went out there and took my insurance license and failed that. God, <laughs> dog, I can't and, pass a test. In other sports news, I'm gonna tell you, it keeps on going for this boy, man. He won't sit down nowhere. Antonio Brown still in the news. Antonio Brown recently appeared on the Full Sin podcast, and he was asked <laughs> about mental health and CTE during the podcast. He said, "I don't need no one to judge my mental space." I've got mental health. I've got mental wealth. And as a matter of fact, not mental health, mental wealth. I didn't just come on the show to drop y'all guys juice. I came here to kumbaya. Why is he still talking? You already took your shirt off last week. Then you show to a Brooklyn Nets game the next day. And now you on a podcast talking about your mental health. We know ain't nothing wrong with you. We just know your ass is crazy. That's all we know. Uh, how, many, how many opportunities does he have? We've already talked about it. It didn't work well, out in Pittsburgh. It's it's gonna end badly wherever he goes. Because he has mental. No, it's not mental. He's stupid. Listen to me, what man. He doesn't he doesn't want or know how to re- write a happy ending to no story. This is stupidity, man. When you refuse to learn any lesson, you just exactly. it's because you're stupid. You're not exactly. trying to learn the lesson. You're just trying to do like you want to do when you want to do it. You don't have a sense of timing, a sense of tomorrow could possibly get here. Everywhere he goes, it ends badly. And I don't see yeah. him learning how to write the story any differently. He will never go to the Hall of Fame. And he has Hall of Fame skill set. And the numbers. I don't think we know the whole story. I just Tom, feel like why are you just... always giving crazy people the damn doubt? Your ass is the You know your Because he pranked people. You know your people. He pranked people, and he's trying to make his way into heaven, so he's trying to forgive us <laughs> stupid people. <laughs> all That's right, all this is for all the hell Thank he done people's lives for them damn pranks. <laughs> Comedy roulette at the top of the hour right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, it is time for Comedy Roulette. Jay, please. It's very simple. We do it every week. Uh, four, three subjects. Put them on the wheel. Where it stop? we'll make it funny because we can do that. Watch it. Watch it. All right. Watch it. Thank you, Jay. Here are the subjects. Incoherent things you say when you wake up and swear you were not asleep. Okay? <laughs> things people say when they get dumped. Excuses people give when they can't chip in on the bill. Those are right the subjects. We all know that. I got your friend. Let's spin it. Spin it. Stop. done. Incoherent things you say when you wake up and swear you weren't asleep. Let's go, Jay. Mm. Uh, what, 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 why, why is the duck driving the Volkswagen? What's going on? What you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Junior, incoherent things you say when you wake up and swear you weren't asleep. I swear to God, I don't know no Tiffany. <laughs> <laughs> 
Square go. <laughs> Tiffany. What? I said that? Incoherent things you say when you wake up and swear you weren't asleep, Tommy. I wanted to pee right there. I know what I'm doing. I wanted to pee right there. Okay? I know what I'm doing, okay? I pee where I want to pee, okay? Yeah. Leave me alone. <laughs> Come on, Steve. Incoherent things you say when you wake up and swear you weren't asleep. That, that's because I wasn't at the fire. <laughs> what? Like, huh? what? What are you talking about? We're playing comedy roulette. The subject is incoherent things you say when you wake up and swear you weren't asleep. Jay. Go ahead, gingerbread man. Jump in my face since you so bad. Come on. <laughs> Come on with it. Dang, you were in a deep sleep. Incoherent things you say when you wake up and swear you weren't asleep, Junior. So, Lord, you really thought about breasts? <laughs> You really, you really thought about breasts. I like it. <laughs> incoherent, incoherent things you say when you wake up and swear you weren't asleep, nephew. I'm watching that. Put it back on Fantasy Island. I'm watching that. <laughs> the new one. Damn it. <laughs> incoherent oh. things you say when you wake up and swear you weren't asleep, Steve Harvey. I know Jesus was a carpenter. <laughs> what? I know that. What? 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 Oh. what is that about? What the hell are you talking Incoherent about? things you say when you wake up and swear you weren't asleep, Jay. Who put the cat on the ceiling fan? What the hell's going on? <laughs> the cat? <laughs> Who put the cat on the ceiling fan? Sleep. Incoherent things you say when you wake up and swear you weren't asleep. Somebody turn the stove off. <laughs> what? Cooking nothing? Ain't nobody cooking? <laughs> oh. Oh, okay. Incoherent things you say when you wake up and swear you weren't asleep. Tommy, what you got? We having sex or not? Oh, you can't <laughs> make it to me. I'm sorry. I bet. How hard I'm, do you guys know. sleep? I'm trying to oh, Odd. <laughs> Incoherent things you say when you wake up and swear you weren't asleep, Steve. Who are the white people? <laughs> <laughs> Period. He, he's actually done that before. <laughs> we was done. <laughs> who are, who are oh, comedy, yeah, <laughs> comedy roulette. Incoherent things you say when you wake up and swear you weren't asleep. I got me a Fig Newton pillow. Anybody seen it? Where is it? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Steve. We need you to close this one out. <laughs> I saw you. <laughs> I don't know what that's about. <laughs> that's it? I don't know. What's about? <laughs> we'll have more. That's comedy roulette. We'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show at 20 minutes after, right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. So are you guys ready for the Kings of Napa on OWN? What? Yes. Yes, what? yes girl. It looks yes, so good. Yes, yes, yes. This yes. is it. What about it, Tommy? 
well, you know, this is first of all, this is on my network. This is on own, you know. So on own, we take care of our own. When you own a network, when? I thought that was Oprah's network. Well, you know, we work with it together. We together on this. But anyway. The Kings of Napa, y'all, listen, you don't want to miss it because this is about a wealthy black family that owns, they, they have their own wine vineyard in Napa really? Valley, wine nice. country. Nice. Okay, all right. Uh-huh. You get that? Black folk with their own wine vineyard. I love and uh, it. it's the I wine business it. that has brought the family much success. But mm-hmm. everything mm-hmm. takes a twist. You do not want to miss this. So this is Adam, one of my favorite actors, Isaiah Whitlock Jr. You've seen him uh, in The Wire. You've seen him in so many different things. He's a bad, bad boy. So when you see Isaiah Whitlock, Trust mm-hmm. me, you need to tune in. You need to tune in anyway because this is a good flick. I'm, I can't wait to see it. What's wrong? Right. Huh? Yeah. Kings yeah. of Napa premieres tomorrow, January 11th at 8 p.m. Eastern and Pacific on OWN. Kings Am I nice. supposed to watch it with a glass of wine? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Call me, Junior. You can, yes. it don't matter. <laughs> I can't wait to see it because this is something different for black people. Yeah, I don't know anyone like who it. owns a, a you know, a vineyard. Uh, a wine thing, a vineyard in uh, wine country in Napa Valley. I don't yeah. know. So this will be interesting to see. Yeah. Black folk with their own wine vineyard. Yeah. One more cool. time, it premieres tomorrow, Kings of Napa, January 11th at 8 p.m. Eastern and Pacific on OWN. All right, we'll, we'll have more watching. of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time for Would You Rather, guys. Another round. Here we go. Would you rather go to church naked or babysit 10 children under two? Naked. The age oh. of two. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to take you rather? I got I'm going to church naked. Both services. You naked, Jay? Both yeah, I'm going to do two services. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Going there quoting scriptures. Naked I came in this world and naked I shall leave. Yeah. Yeah. Because no, once the word get out, people say, well, that didn't that happen. And then I'm at the next service, they'll see it themselves. Yeah. You were so stupid. You know, as a man came in here at 8 o'clock with <laughs> Well, I got news for you. He was at 11, too. <laughs> no, I would, uh, no, I'm going to take care of them kids. I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna you would. Yeah, yeah, but you ain't gonna do no. You ain't gonna do that to I'm me but one time. That. <laughs> now everybody's not gonna get cared for. Dude, Are you a dress. babysitting grandfather, Steve? Are you? The oh yeah, of- man. Yeah, yeah. But they don't. They always make sure somebody at the house with me, though. <laughs> somebody so watching. Really you watching the kids? Somebody watching you? Yeah. No, I'm not really like <laughs> like like the granddaddy. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. They always make sure it's some other people in the house with me because right. they already not. know. You know. I'm not. And then not my grandkids don't, don't like when I babysit them because when they come in my office, mm-hmm. they have to stay in my office and they don't like my TV selection. Because <laughs> I had them in there the other day and we were watching 48 Hours. Mm-hmm. You had your grandchildren well, see, I, watching I, I 48 Hours of yeah. Murder Investigation. Yeah. And it was, it was a good episode too, so we was yeah. not turning it. And just sit here and learn your ass something now. If you do wrong, your ass will be in this room interrogating with this in this 58 degree weather in this room that's 58 degrees getting talked to by these white people. And you don't want that. Now shut up. Oh, it's like a scared straight. You do. Yeah. Scared straight. All right. I don't babysit uh, because when you hide, you see more kids than you actually have. So that's why I don't babysit. I'm seeing. So it really I be 20 like I kids got 16 kids. 16. Wait a minute. Hold on. <laughs> All right. Moving on. Would you rather tell the truth for a full week? Just tell the truth. No B. lies. 
No B. lies. B. B. Are you sure? Okay. Or yeah. sleep in a coffin for a full week. B. I can sleep in a coffin. B. I'm not going to tell you the damn I got an ex-wife. I've done that before. Over, over telling the, the truth? I was sleeping yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. shut the, the door. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I had an ex-wife. I've done that yeah. before. You can do that. <laughs> Might as well. I've been in a coffin. You've done before. Yeah. I've been in a coffin before. <laughs> I know, but I don't know if you're trying to get Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. But what we're not going to do is tell the truth, truth, though, for a whole day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for a week? No, All right. Yeah. No. Might want to throw dirt on me. Just throw the dirt on me. Coffin. Okay, uh, look, we'll be back with our last break of the day at 49 minutes after and some closing remarks from the one and only, our fearless leader, Steve Harvey, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Here we are, guys, our last break of the day on this Monday. It's been a good Monday. Absolutely, man. Yes, it has. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just yes, want to say yes, thank you, huh? Thank you so much. Thank you, Lord. It's right. Wow. You obviously didn't hear that. <laughs> he saying, said, thank you, unk. Said, oh, yeah, thank you, Lord. It's <laughs> right. You talking about thank you, Lord? <laughs> yeah. I want a lot of credit, but not the Lord, though. Wow. <laughs> Thank you, Unc. Thank you, Lord. Is right. Hey, hey, Shirley, pull up. I ain't that. I ain't that effective. Trust me. Usually, when people say thank you, they do say thank you, Lord. So, yeah. I anticipated something that didn't happen. I uh, want to remind you all uh, as we are entering into 2022. I've s- s- kind of said this last week, but I, I want to uh, make sure that everybody, you know, look, stay focused in 2022. Uh, you know, have your goals and your ambitions and your visions and your dreams and write them clearly as the Bible instructed to write the vision and make it plain. Uh, Do all of that. And like I said last week, but the thing that I learned that made it really effective for me was not only do I ask for things and I have timelines and expectations and wishes and desires, but I've now began to make them all open to God's will and timing. And that, and that helps you with a lot of stuff. Now, listen, you've, you've got to make a conscious effort. It's, it's Changing your trajectory in life is a mental decision. It's a mental decision. Do you know how many people I know, man, that can't move forward because they spend too much time in the past? I I just can't implore you enough. Listen, allow yourself the ability to move forward by allowing yourself to release yourself from the past. Don't keep bringing it up. Don't keep rehashing what you did, the mistake you made. Listen, God is a forgiving God. Ask God for forgiveness and move on and stop allowing other people who are in your life who constantly want to remind you of what you did, what you said, who they saw you with, to hold you to that forever. You don't, don't let nobody do that to you. Remove those people from your life who are constantly there to remind you of your past. Get rid of them. They serve you no purpose. I am telling you, 
And the reason I'm saying this because recently I did something, an article, an interview or something. And you know how you read the comments. And I'm, I'm, I've learned to stop reading the comments, but I'm human. Every now and then you read the comments. And in the comments, someone tried to bring up my past. And another person got in an argument with them about it. And I was sitting there and I thought, wow, what a useless waste of time. First of all, on my part, for being stupid enough to read the comments, that's a waste of time. But then for someone to put so much effort to remind me of something I did when I was 25 years old. 25, man. <laughs> and I sat there and I went, first of all, this person that typed this has never met me and don't even know me, but had heard a story about me at 25 and bought it up. Do you know, God willing, I'm about to turn 65 years old. Do you know that a person bought up something that I did 40 years ago and was adamant about that? Like that has something to do with the day. Be careful of people like that, man. And also be careful of this one right here in 2022. Be careful of people coming to you talking about that's karma. Be careful of people coming to you always talking about, that's karma. Who are these people? What does karma mean? Where did karma come from? You don't, there's not a person living that has the right to issue justice. There isn't a person alive who has been given permission to bring up something from your past and bring it to the current day and relate those two as to why this is happening to you and label it karma. Don't let nobody do that to you. You gotta be careful of that, man. I'm telling you, the devil is busy, man. He's got some smooth tricks out there. I just wanna bring that trick aware to everybody. Be careful of people who talk about karma because how do you know? This could be a test for a person. This could be a necessary challenge that's put in place that, that's gonna get this person to the next level because everything that happens to you is preparing you for what you ask God for, even some of the negative things because you got to learn how to handle negativity to deal with what's about to happen to you. So when you get to the next level, it'll have ill to little effect on you. Trust me, y'all, be aware in 2022. Form a relationship with God, get prayerful, Spend more time praying in 2022. Spend more time being grateful in 2022. Get a better relationship with God, whatever that is for you, so you can have a better 2022. That's my closing remarks. I hope it resonates with somebody. Uh, if it didn't, I'll have another one tomorrow. Bye. <laughs> For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 